0: They took their time getting to Pat Benatar at the Rockwell Hall of Fame. Didn't they, Kev?
1: They oh. took their sweet little time.
0: Indeed. Oh. Amazing talent. You ever get to meet her? I have not. I've never met Pat Benatar. The one of
1: the only rock star you've never met.
0: Um, uh, hmm. Now, I, I, I've never met... Oh, who would I like to meet that I haven't met? Um... I would like to met Clapton sometime. Never met any. Haven't met a single stone. Not one. Oh, no. I met Ronnie Wood in Dublin. How about Dio? Met Dio once. Um, God, I miss him. Met Ozzy. It's, we don't want this stuff. That's Come on. Funny. Come on. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it, as, as Lisa told us in the news, Robert Blake passed away today. You meet him? Um, No, never met Robert <laughs> Blake. Beretta. Um, R. A. P. Robert Blake. Yeah, what a tragic turn at the end of his life. You know, he was he was accused of committing murder. His second wife found not guilty, but then found guilty in a civil lawsuit. You know, it was funny we were talking with um, Matt Markovich yesterday about the preponderance of evidence. You know, in in a criminal case, there is beyond reasonable doubt right which means you really really got to believe that you've got the right guy even the slightest doubt a reasonable doubt you got to say no you got to say not guilty but in a civil case it's 51% basically the you know preponderance of evidence hmm. more than likely he caused this so he has to make some kind of restitutions in civil you know in in a in a criminal case it's the state that inflicts the punishment or the you know federal inflicting the punishment in a civil case it's it's the victims going after the cause you know and instead of time being served you seek compensation that's that's how we show our love in this country is with money civil cases are always about money and Blake was found guilty or you know responsible just like OJ was right couldn't get his hand in the glove glove didn't fit they had to quit but when it came time for uh, the money. The juice had to, had to pay up, found guilty civilly. But thinking about Robert Blake th- got me thinking about Beretta. Now, Kevin, you're you're a little young for Beretta, I bet. Yeah, a little bit. Keep your eye on The Sparrow, the Sammy Davis Jr. theme song. Oh, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Robert Blake was one of the best TV detectives of all time. Anthony Beretta. Cop with a parrot. Well, no, it was a, a cockatiel, Fred. And great cast-aside characters. It got me thinking about, like, TV detectives. Who's the greatest TV detective of all time? I was raised in the age of good detective shows. You know, that's that's what we had when I was growing up. We had our comedies. We had All in the Family. We had MASH. You know, we had various TV comedies. Lucille Ball. I'm, I'm going way back. But even before my time was, you know, the Honeymooners. I was raised kind of in the age of the Dick Van Dyke show comedies. But the detectives... That was where it was at, man. Whether it was uh Oh. McCloud with Dennis Weaver, the the fish out of water, cowboy in the city, solving city crimes with his down home country ways. You know, um you remember uh homicide life in the streets? Remember those shows? Yeah. Right, Jerry Orbach and a cat and Richard Belzer who we just lost last week. Or a week before, a week before last, maybe but just saw Richard Belzer Munch in that show. Homicide was filmed right down the street from the bar I worked at in Baltimore. That is
1: not a good sign. <laughs> well, that's the same meho- called Homicide. That's
0: the same neighborhood where they filmed The Wire because they didn't have to build any sets. Uh, you know, yeah.
1: You basically lived in season two of The Wire,
0: Greek Town. I drove through. Yeah, I drove through. The Wire nightly at about 2.30 in the morning. And I'm seriously, it's the part of town where you don't stop at red lights because there's folks out at 3 in the morning just hanging on the corners, you know, and it's, yeah. I mean, think back to Joe Friday. Remember Dragnet? You're way too young. Do you remember? You got to know Dragnet, right? Yeah, got to remember Dragnet,
1: dude.
0: I mean, I, 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 I might be a little bit young, but, but I but definitely you, but you, remember you, Nick at night, dude. Sure. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's a great point. Nick Na- Knight is
1: awesome. Taxi?
0: The, Taxi. There's, there are still channels that bring us all these great TV shows. On Tubi.
1: The download now, the app, man. That is it. Tubi? Yeah. Tubi has all the old school shows, and they show them at random.
0: Mm. You know the funniest line I ever saw on television? And I don't know if I can tell this. I think I can. It was on network TV. Why should I be able to tell this joke?
1: Yeah. And right? It's also
0: Cairo Knight. There you go. Remember a show called Hill Street Blues? I don't remember that one. Okay. Hill Street Blues was um, about a police precinct and they had a cast of characters. You know, um, Ed Marinero, I think, was a former football player for the Penn State and for I think I think the Rams maybe he played for. But he played the beat cop, you know, and they had detectives. They had one guy named um, oh, Belker, this wiry little detective, you know, needed a shave Um and he was uh, he was always had a cigar hanging out of his mouth, you know, not your clean cut cop kind of a guy at all. So this guy's working undercover. There's a uh, someone is stealing poultry, like hijacking poultry trucks and selling the poultry, you know, out the back of the stolen trucks to various delis. In, as you in do. New York, as you do. Right. Right. So this little guy Belker is undercover. And I swear, I swear I saw this. And I d I don't think I I I it was a dream or something I made up. I, I it's you know how memories sometimes kind of get fuzzy and did I really see that? Did I did I did that really happen? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So Belker's working behind the counter at a deli, right? A meat a meat counter. Yeah. At a butcher shop. Butcher shop's more accurate. And there's this little old lady, this little round lady, typical central casting. Sure. Right? And there's this there's this uh like tray with these raw chickens and this lady's picking up these chickens like by the drumsticks and kind of spread them and <laughs> gets her nose in there and smells wow. them and then she comes over and smells another one <laughs> and she looks at Belker and she goes, don't you have anything fresher than this? And he looked at her and said, lady, could you pass a test like that? <laughs> oh, On network television. Uh. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This was the 70s. It's amazing. Belker was a great detective. A, a texter points out the Jim the Rockford Files. Jim Rockford, absolutely, probably the pinnacle of TV detectives. Columbo, Peter Falk. Right? Look at Lisa. yep. Yeah, Columbo, Ashkubi. Me. I mean, one more one more thing. One more thing. Columbo was this like bumbling, stumbling, sloppy. The raincoat, you know, underestimated. That was his. That was his shtick. In Colombo, people underestimated Colombo. TV detectives were the, the the stuff, man. They don't make them like it. Starsky and Hutch, right? Starsky, and, you, you're you got, yeah, but you yeah, you got access, you know. And then there was like you know the um, you got your Rem your McMillan and Wife, your the romance detective shows McMillan and Wife, Remington Steele, Heart by Heart, Heart to Heart, I think it was right. Robert Wagner. Bruce Willis, Moonlighting, went to work for a, for a, a private detective agency, right? Bruce Willis's first shot at the stardom. Kojak, Telly Savalas, a, a, an accomplished uh, film actor. And then he was Theo Kojak with that lollipop. <laughs> Somebody texted in. Uh, Fred... <laughs> Velma, <laughs> Daphne, Shaggy, TV detectives, the Scooby-Doo crew, man. Sure. Why not? There was a thing called, um, oh God, was it NBC Mysteries? It was like McMillan and Wife, McCloud, Charlie's Angels, TV detectives, right? Cagney and Lacey, you think about the ladies the International Ladies Day, Cagney Lacey. Yeah. Joe Mannix,
1: I like a, New York Undercover. I mean, that was nineties. Yeah, but I yeah, no, that show. yeah, it was
0: great show, great, it was show. A great show. How about Crockett and Tubbs? I don't right? know that one. Miami Vice. Oh, so that was the eighties, the, the the white linen blazers, sleeves rolled up, Miami, you know, NYPD blue, Sipowicz, great character, great, great character. What was um, he what was he in after that? Sipowitz, what was he in? He wasn't on um The Shield. That was a different guy. Oh right? yeah. He right? was in uh Commish. The Commish. That's right. Nice. Um, hey man, Mirska Harvita- Har- uh, Hargitay. Oh, I never pronounced that right. Right? Olivia Benson from from Law and Order S V U. That, that she's probably the strongest female detective character in TV history of oh, Adventures. Um Murder She Wrote. Murder, she, oh, Angela Lansbury, Murder, She Wrote, yeah.
1: My, I got my girlfriend a, a Angela Lansbury, Murder, She Wrote pillow with her face for Christmas. She Aww. is such a diehard fan. Seriously? It, yeah. She was so hyped on that. That's it was, awesome. It was a really cool... I got it from Etsy, from someone who made it themselves. The, Etsy the greatest. Yeah, it was cool.
0: How about uh, Magnum P.I., Tom Selleck, right? They're, they remade that. They remade... They got a new Magnum P.I. out there now. You know? Um to that regard, uh, who oh, I was oh, just oh Jack Lord Hawaii five zero Sherlock Holmes oh Kolchak the Night Stalker good texture Farmer Brown thank you yep there was it was a Darren McGavin played Kolchak the dad from a uh, the dad from a Christmas Story Spencer for hire Ironside nice t- this texture great great job man. Give me the ones I missed. Mm. Spencer for hire, Ironside. Let's see Hardcastle and McCormick. That's a nice one. Yeah, but give me the FBI. Nice call. In color, remember that? Yeah. Barney Miller. Thank you. I forget about Barney Miller. Do you know Abe Vigoda of Barney Miller? Right. SEO from the Godfather yep right um <laughs> he well, his his detective fish on Barney Miller they said he got the job because he he had been uh, I read I forget this story he'd been he'd been guy jogged every day and he just came for he got this call for this audition and he'd been out running for like five miles and he shows up and he's like dead tired and that's why he got the job Because Fish was like, you know, two days past retirement, the entire run of Barney Miller. Cannon. Wow. Remember, oh, was it Frank? What? What was his name? Oh. A TV show called Hack. I don't remember that one. Banachek. Yep. That's George Papar. It was Banachek. Good call. TV detectives, man. They don't make them like that anymore. Are there any good current TV detective shows? I know there was like a Sherlock Holmes show that came out recently, right? It had a, I think Lucy, was it it Lucy that was in it with him? Bones. Bones is a great detective It's not current, but. Here comes my Lisa Brooks, ladies and gentlemen. When I need help in the cultural wing, what do you got? I like this topic. I like TV detectives. This is Bones. Because I
1: watched all of them in the 70s and 80s. I I know, right?
0: But have you seen Poker Face on Peacock? I've seen a trailer for it. Is it good?
1: Oh, it's like Columbo. Now she's not. It's it's Natasha Le- Leon.
0: Natasha Leon from uh, Russian Doll, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and from Orange Is the New and Black. Orange is the new black. Yeah. Okay. She plays a person with a special gift where she can really, she
1: has a great BS detector. She just knows immediately when someone's lying. spot liars. But she's not a cop in this. Okay, she just... She's on this journey and I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it's because her life is in danger. So she's on this journey across the country and just comes across these crimes. And just like Columbo, she keeps coming back and saying, What, are you, okay, what are you, you got this you one got some, other some, some
0: just not." Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, oh, that's awesome. But you got to watch it. It's yeah. called Poker Face? Poker Face. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxwell Smart. Well, Maxwell Smart was a, was a secret agent, right? I'll give you a detective for Maxwell Smart. I can't, I can't deny that's a great, great call. Hunter was a good one. Somebody said the guy with the cowboy hat and the southern accent, you're thinking McLeod, right? Dennis Weaver as McLeod. Yep. Frank Cannon was William Conrad. Thank you very much.
1: I'd say Twin Peaks was classic. That was that was yes. uh, That was a uh, detective a, oh, show, and
0: the X Files. A texture points out the X Files. Yeah, it just doesn't have to be of this planet to be doing some. Yep, Fox uh, Mulder, right? Scully and Mulder. Oh, I'm, yeah. But if you if you've never seen, do some YouTubing, Kev. Go see. Uh, oh, Robert Blake died, man. Beretta. Tony Beretta. And Rooster, his uh his pimp buddy was an informant. Right? Rooster. Oh. X-Files, yep. There's oh listen to that, man. Perry Mason, Chips. You know, chips and Adam 12, good cop shows, I'll give you that. TJ Hooker. Even Shatner had a great cop show, right? TJ Hooker. A texture points out, Lisa, you're spot on about poker face couple of them now I was going to say poker face I mentioned Hill Street Blues if anybody is I want to I want I need to get verification now on that Belker joke from Hill Street Blues you know because I, I I I swear I can remember it like it was yesterday Anthony Tony LaPaglia and without a trace nice policewoman Angie Dickinson oh what a great call that's Hill Street Blues nice oh McCloud. Yep. Bones. It was Kevin brought up Bones. Yep. 77 Sunset Strip. One of the first. Nice. Little X-Files. Look Kev with the music. Nice. Ah. Oh. Yep. I love me a good detective show, man. Hmm. I think we got, I think if, if there was any more that we've missed in the heat of the night, that was, uh, the Heat of the Night was uh, Sidney Poitier. Sydney Poitier and Car- and wasn't Carol O'Connor. Carol O'Connor did it on television. Mm-hmm. He played it on television. But uh, oh, who's the actor who was in the movie in The Heat of the Night with Sydney Poitier? I can see his face. I can't remember his name. Um, NCIS, yeah. NCIS is great. The Avengers. Oh yeah, Emma Peel. We mentioned Magnum PI. Both is the new one any good for my nose? Is the new one any good? Because they got a new Perry Mason too. Fringe is a good one. Some good ones. Thank you, everybody. You know, in honor of the late Robert Blake, who uh, won an Oscar. Uh, go see Electric Glide in Blue. He plays a uh, a motorcycle cop. Robert Blake in Electric Glide in Blue. Great piece of work. And of course, Charlie's Angels. All three of them. Who's your favorite angel? Are you, you're 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 too young for this. Who's your favorite angel? Uh, well, I saw the movies. Nah, no, 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 no. Don't even go, man. You know what? No disrespect to Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz, but Charlie's Lucy Angels. The favorite, though. Charlie's Angels will be Farrah Fawcett, Kate Kate Smith, Kate Jackson. So you Kate don't Jackson. even know. Oh, this—it's only been fifty years. Pardon me. And I was a little <laughs> kid. I didn't even know why I felt that funny feeling. I had no idea. Whoa, I'm telling you. But Calm that down. that poster, that Farrah poster, iconic, iconic. And somebody mentioned we mentioned Jim Rockford. James Garner. Maybe, maybe the best. Maybe the best ever. That in Colombo. All right, thanks, guys. It's Cairo Knights. Spike O'Neill, Kevin Deers. Little Hawaii 5-0. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You bet, man. Growing that kayak. Or What was that? A, a canoe. Outrigger canoe. Off the shore of Honolulu. Yeah. We'll be right back. I love Memory Lane. We'll be right back after these.
1: I was playing all
0: those old I know, know, I, themes, I, and I was like, I, I, hey. Man, I love I love old TV trips. Here. Uh, I wonder if, you know, we had Frank Summerall on last night talking about the movies. And Frank amazes me how much that kid knows about so many things. I mean, he his idea for the last play of the Super Bowl, that, that bad caught down in the Super Bowl, he had an idea on how to fix that, and he was spot on. You know, I'm like, wow, if, you know, a five-yard penalty. If it's, if it's not a first down you know, if it's enough for a first down, okay. But a, a, a defensive holding should be an automatic first down. I'm like, wow, that might work. But he knows about so much stuff, about so many things. What if he knows about uh, TV trivia. I wonder if he's as good on TV as he is on the movies. Uh, texters, you guys stepped it up, man. Um, streets of San Francisco. How did I miss that? Michael Douglas, Walter M- Not Walter Matthau. Um, oh, what's his name? Carl Malden. Carl Malden. And we did say dragnet. I believe we mentioned dragnet. Uh texter point out. I guess I couldn't remember the name of Bruce Willis's co-star on Moonlighting. It was Sybil Shepard. Uh, and we and we missed a few. Uh, Charlie Kale is the uh, is the poker face. That's Natasha Lyonne's character. That came up a few times too. Um, Monk. I didn't remember Monk. I remember Gibbs from NCIS. That's
1: right, Monk. I forgot about that.
0: Right. Uh, everybody from CIS. Abby, Tony, I, 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 C, C, I, Ziva, Yeah, all oh, you C, I, NCIS fans, nicely done. But we got most of them bones, you know. The Mentalist came up. I don't. I, I remember the Mentalist. It was a good show. Have you but, seen Lupin? What's Lupin now? Arsene
1: Lupin. He's a gentleman thief. uh he yeah
0: he. Uh, he's. I'll keep doing the accent. Yeah, <laughs> <That's>
1: awesome man. <laughs> he he is a gentleman thief. Okay. French mystery thriller streaming television series okay. created by George K.
0: Okay, not to be confused like Hercule, Hercule Poirot, right? Poirot, Agatha Christie, Hercule, Murder on the Orient Express, Death on the Nile, and Veronica Mars. We never mentioned Veronica Mars. Kristen Bell, right? She had a great run. That's right, that character, great run. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate it. Seriously, It means a lot. I love Memory Lane, man. Carl Malden with that with that nose. Ugh. Oh. What was his? Uh, Don't leave home without it, American Express. He had American Express commercial. Simon and Simon, um, and Get Smart. Yep, I, 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 the A Team detectives. That's right, the A Team. Psych oh, was Psych was really good. You're right, Psych was really good. The A Team though, oof, the original, and the movie The A Team was pretty good too. Bradley Cooper. Nice job, nice job, everybody. Oh, Kev. You know, I've been, I've been, God, I've been trying to, we, we, during the day we do, I do, I'm doing 12 to 3 with Jack Stein and we do the news of the city and we do the news of the day and down in Olympia and we talk about, you know, the assault weapon ban and the pursuit bill coming out and it's, those are important topics and we we talk about them. And, but I just, I love covering the life stuff, you know, I love covering, you know, somebody said, well, why don't you talk about the best sidekicks in television history? The Bar, nobody gives the Barney Fife's. Of the world, they're due, you know. Like because I think it was bringing up fish from Barney Miller. Yeah, that brought it up, right? The great sidekicks, Angel from the Rockford Files, as I mentioned, Rooster was Rooster. Um, that's right. Rooster, Rooster was Beretta and Huggy Bear was on Starsky and Hutch. They all, both had that seventies cop show. Had to have a had to have a, a lovable pimp. Had to have a lovable pimp.
1: Spike, as a guy who's always kind of, you know, in your radio career, you were the sidekick. Yeah. Did you have an affinity for sidekicks? You're like, you kind of related to them? You're like.
0: Second banana. Yeah. The Robin. Probably so. Probably. Yeah. Probably boy. I got boy wonder syndrome. There you go. (laughs) But you know what, though, Kev, Um, this is this this opportunity at Cairo Nights is a chance to kind of drive the bus. You're steering the ship. Right. Yep. But it's so much easier to just tailgate. And tail gun, you know, be a reactor, just like a snake in the grass waiting to pop a joke on somebody. Yeah, that's it. It's a great skill to have, man. Turn my mic off when uh, when everyone's disagreeing. I'm like, hey, I'm just the board op. <laughs> and then you come in with a boom. Exactly. Um, you know what? <clears throat> we prepared this last night. And it would. I mentioned Frank Semmel coming in last night. We did almost an hour and a half of Oscars. And we didn't get to half the stuff Kevin had prepared he had a whole point the whole whole feature about um did the oscars get it wrong you know uh, when when they picked like the shape of water for best picture over over get out or and and dunkirk and lady bird right shape of water was a great movie but you know and they always the oscars play politics you know and they try to ride the cultural roller coaster that we're all going through at one point in time right um will smith won best actor for his king richard role with uh playing you know the the william sisters father but he beat out like ben uh, benedict cumberbatch denzel andrew garfield great great job great roles you know green book won the oscar you never seen green book yeah, I think I saw that one. That's where um, oh yeah, Vigo, see that one. Right? Viggo Mortensen yeah, yeah, yeah. drives uh, drives his uh, his black boss. It's reverse driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, it, it is You're exactly exactly right. I just saw it this weekend. I was I was on a kick watching Oscar movies this weekend, and I watched Green Book, and I'd never seen it, and I don't know why I didn't you know didn't dedicate more time when it came out and make time to see it. What a great piece of work, man. Vigo Mortensen is, is a phenomenal actor. Here's my one, one use of the night for phenomenal. He was, of course, Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, Vigo, You ever see a movie called The Road?
1: Yeah. Where
0: he plays the dad and the son after like a nuclear war and they got to survive. That was a dark movie. It was a horribly dark movie. I got sucked into that one afternoon and I'm like, holy cow. You watching The Last of Us, Spike? You know what? I've started. So good. I've started, I, I, I don't know that I got time for another series, you know, cause they're, they're, it's, and it's only, is it only the first season? Yeah, so far. Okay. So far. They're going to have a season two though. Yeah. Well, of course they are. It's it's so well done. What a great concept too. It's like zombies without the voodoo. Right? I saw
1: some, yeah, I saw someone that was, it was like a meme that was like, yeah, cool. Episode three. Oh, Ron Swanson shows up. This is going to be so funny. <gasps> And no. then they just start crying their know, eyes out. I right?
0: What a great, what a great character.
1: That came out of nowhere, but it was oh. just so incredible. Sorry to, no spoiler. We're not going to give spoilers, but give episode spoiler, three, I think you know what I'm talking about. Nick, if you
0: Nick Offerman yep. is, has a nice piece in this Last of Us series. Mm-hmm. And we, I got to meet Nick Offerman. He came into the show when he was doing Parks and Rec. Awesome. Yeah, that guy is amazing. Do you ever see Deadwood. Actually, no. That was one of the only HBO series I've not watched. Um, Deadwood was one of those shows that I we loved. That was one of those appointment watching shows for mm-hmm. my wife and I, um, and it had a horrifically bad, disappointing ending. Yeah, you know, I, I thought Deadwood's ending just left me going, "What the hell? I wasted three years for this ending?" And they did like kind of a reboot movie a couple three years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember that. Right, Timothy Oliphant played the, uh, you know, Sheriff Bullock. Deadwood is if you if you don't know. Deadwood is about a mining, a gold mining town in the Black Hills of the Dakotas before they were a state. When they stole the land from the Indians, the land had been designated as Indian territory until they found gold in it. Then the U.S. went and took it back. And it's the most historically accurate period piece of that that like turn end of the 18th century or the 19th century, 1890s, think it was. Of this this mining, lawless mining town before law had come to town the most profane vulgar show nice. you ever saw but they use profanity in this show like like Michelangelo used paint I mean they they literally weave a tapestry of profanity worthy of Ralphie's dad in a Christmas story give an
1: example uh, <laughs> I got the dump button no
0: thing. no 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 um but Al, Al swearingingen uh, what's this guy's name Ian uh, what's his name the actor I forget his name, but I'll come up with him during the break. Maybe a texter has it. The actor who played is an English guy, and you recognize him from a million things. Um, if you haven't seen Deadwood, do, take your time. And you the, the Last of Us, I've started it. I'm going to finish it out before they get to a second season. I have to play catch up. Nice. It's Kyra Knight. I'm Spike O'Neill along with Kevin Deers. We'll be right back.
1: This is a band from Port Angeles called Great. Moss Generator, dude. Moss Generator? Okay, yeah. bring it up. Bring it up. I think you might dig it.
0: Welcome back to Cairo Nights. We're going to play an hour of the best of Cairo Midday's at ten o'clock or at nine o'clock until ten.
1: Wait, we are? I don't have that queued up. I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> you hanging out here,
0: dude? I might. This is great. Um, you know, thank you all so much for taking part in the show tonight. Um, and you know, we we kind of tried to do a little tribute to the ladies again because I felt like I really had shorted yesterday's International Women's Day. And how I, rude. I, yeah, a little bit. And you know, you guys. That's why Kevin's been playing a lot of a lot of female-oriented music tonight. Not all of it. That's a nice little little, little Sabbath there for you. Um, we talked about concerts and how unaffordable concerts have become. And you guys, uh, Rich says his daughter uh, gave he and his wife Stone's tickets as a present in 2019. They should have just bought your retirement home in Florida about the same price. Texture says, I saw the Beatles in Seattle for three bucks. Well, I, be, I will always be jealous of you. <laughs> and I'm glad you're still with us, by the way, if you were able to see the Beatles in 64. I'm glad you're still around. Thank you so much. Uh, matinee concerts. Jamie Lee Curtis says she wants to see matinees. She's too old to go to late night shows. Texture says his first concert ever was Jethro Tull, Madison Square Garden, matinee, sometime around 1977. Very, very Nice. Three Dog Night and Zeppelin at Green Lake Amphitheater. Three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday afternoon. Summer of 70. I've seen pictures of that. That's right, Zeppelin opened for Three Dog Night. Whew. Funny. Uh we talked about TV detectives with the passing of Robert Blake tonight. Um Ironside. I forgot to mention that one. That one came up. Somebody mentioned that old it was a Buddy Ebsen's character. Who was it? Who was it? That was um wasn't Matlock. That was uh, Andy Griffith's character. Barnaby Jones was Buddy Epson's TV detective. Barnaby Jones. You guys really, really brought it tonight. I I love Memory Lane. Love tripping down that good old yesteryear. Back when America was great, TV detectives could always, you could count them. Uh, Deadwood. I mentioned Deadwood. Ian McShane. Thank you. I could not remember the actor's name. Thank you so much. Viggo Mortensen. Uh was in town for the Seattle International Film Festival. Uh, Dexter pointed out that, uh, ask Ursula Royteen to show uh, you his picture with her. I'll bet. Oh, I I can't wait to ask Ursula that. Oh. A a Morton Mortensen between Ursula Royteen and Colleen O'Brien. Oh, my gosh. Those two must have been over the moon. Oh. Someone said, Spike, how are you able to do two full shows a day? Well, caffeine is the answer, my friend. And I'm saving 97 bucks every time I drink a cup of this coffee. You do the math. Do
1: you just sleep downstairs in between shifts? No,
0: nah, man. I live close enough to get home and see my family, pet our dog. It's a pretty great time right now. I'm got. Um, knock wood, man. I'm counting my lucky stars. It's about the happiest I've been, and I can't remember when. Mm. The mask. Hmm. Oh, oh, Sharon Sam Elliott. Was a, um. Was that called the mask? Yeah, with um. Oh, what was his name? The uh, redhead who played. Oh in, yeah, 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 who yeah, Played in Pulp Fiction. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Yeah, great movie. Good call, people.
1: This I thought you were talking fun. about the Jim Carrey mask.
0: I know that that. You know what's funny? I, Jim Carrey doesn't get the credit he's due because he's always such a an over the top physical comedian, but he is fantastic you know um eternal sunshine of the spotless mind yep
1: truman if, if, show
0: yeah truman show yeah absolutely That one
1: where he was andy kaufman man on the moon
0: man on the moon yeah uh but i forgot to mention um we've mentioned sidekicks who's the best sidekick of all time um and I, I i didn't mention the greatest sidekick that ever roamed the face of god's green earth barney rubble there you go. Which was, by the way, if you don't know, you should know, that uh, Jackie Gleason and Art Carney, right? Ed Norton, and Ralph Cramden, that is Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble, right? The, the Flintstones were just a cartoon, cartooned, animated version of the Honeymooners. Page right out of history. Who's this?
1: Uh, they're called Boy Genius. It's uh, a group of Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and Lucy Dacus.
0: Excellent. Thanks so much, everybody, for being part of the show night. Uh, Kev's going to hang out with you, play a little bit of the stuff we did this afternoon. Hope you enjoy that. We'll be back here tomorrow night for a little Friday night special. On Kyra Knights, I'm Spike know We'll see you again.